Hi there everybody, this is Teacher Harry here and welcome back to my English classes. And before I forget, you can always listen to me on my podcast, you can download them and you can also look at the YouTube channels and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And of course, you can also visit the website where you get everything that you could possibly need for your English learning experience, a one-stop shop. Okay, so what am I going to talk to you about today? Well, the lesson today is talking about I want. And when we use I want in English, it can sound a little bit harsh. I remember when I was growing up, my mother would always say to me, I want never gets. I want never gets. And what she meant by that was, if you say I want, it sounds a little bit rude. So if you say that all the time, then I'm not going to give you what I want or what you want. So if I wanted something in the sweet shop, I want this, I want that. No, no, no was her response. So she tried to teach me good manners. And if I wanted something, I would have to say, I would like, or could I please have something? Now, I appreciate in many languages, I want, I would like, sound the same, or perhaps the words are the same. But in the English language, they're very different. So when somebody says, I want, it sounds very demanding. I want this, I want that, yeah? So you can picture the little child in the sweet shop. I want this, I want to borrow chocolate, I want a toy. And it sounds really, really bad. And all the customers in the shop will be looking at you, of course. But I would like, or could I please have, much more polite and much better, yeah? Okay, so remember what my mother used to say, I want never gets. So we're going to look today at different ways in which you can say, I want, that will sound much better and much more polite. Okay, so I'm going to give you a list of the various options that we have, and then I'll go through them one by one so you can understand where and how we can use it. And what's always important and also important with these is the other words we use around it. For example, I would like, yes, yeah? so it's I would followed by like, I would like some tea, please, or I would like some coffee, please, or could I have some tea, please, or could I have some coffee, please, but definitely not I want. So let me give you the list first of all. I'm going to read some of them because I've got a long list, so if I look at my screen here, don't worry about that. I wish, I hope, I long for, I crave, I lust after, I'll have to explain that a bit more later, I lust after, I desire, I fancy, I feel like, I have my heart set on, I'm in the mood for, I have my eye on something, or I have my eye on somebody, I have something in mind, I'm itching for something, itch, when you have a scratch, I'm itching for something, or I'm itching to do something, and then finally, I'd give my right arm for something. I'd give my right arm for something. So all different ways in which we can say I want without saying the words I want. So let me go through them one by one. So the first, I wish. I wish I had a euro for every time somebody asked me for a lesson. Okay, so I wish I had. So look at the other words I use. I wish I had, or I wish I could. I wish I could go out later, but it's very wet. I'd like to go for a walk. I wish I could go out. So you want to do something. I wish I could talk to my friend. I wish I could call him or her on the phone. I wish I could use 
my laptop, but the battery has run out. Okay, so I wish I could, I wish I could do this, I wish I could do that. I hope, I hope that you will be able to come back soon. I hope that I will be able to take a holiday next year when COVID and all this pandemic is hopefully out of the way. So I hope, I hope that. I hope to join a course next year. I hope to sign up for university in the next few months. So here I hope to do something and I hope that. So just again, look at the words that you use in conjunction with my expression, I hope. I long for, when we long for something, it's like the word long, yeah, long. So when you long for something, it means literally that you have wanted it for a very long time. Oh, I long for a nice cold beer. So on a hot summer's day and you've been working really, really hard and at the end of the day, you go home and, you know, somebody asks you, what would you like? Oh, I've been longing for a beer all day, meaning you've been thinking about it all day. So something that you have been thinking about for a considerable period of time, then you can use the expression, I long for. You can long for some peace and quiet. So when the kids leave home to go to school or they leave home to go to university or in fact when they leave home for good you might say oh I long for some peace and quiet I long for those nice warm winter evenings when it's cold outside and I'm tucked up in bed in my big duvet or I'm sitting beside the fire or I'm reading a book I long for those warm winter evenings inside the house okay so to long for something is to really wanted for a period of time. The next word one is I crave and we crave for something is when we have a, a desire for it yeah and usually it's to do with things like food okay so somebody who's on a diet perhaps might crave for some chocolate so they've been on a diet for several weeks or months and they, they really would like to break out and uh, have a little taste of something that is not so good for you, but tastes very nice. So they say, oh, I crave a nice bar of chocolate or I'm craving for a particular meal that they haven't had. Perhaps it's a Chinese takeaway or a nice big dirty pizza, whatever they, they fancy. So they crave for that. And it's often a verb that's used when we talk about uh, women who are expecting babies because things change and they, they have unusual cravings for unusual types of food. So they might have a cucumber sandwich or a toasted cheese with some strange topping. Yeah, So they crave for something as a really strong, strong desire. Okay, So we might like something, but when we crave for something, we can get that taste, the taste of the food. Oh, go to the shop and get me that bag of sweets or go to the shop and get me that pizza. I really crave for something sweet. I crave for something tasty. Okay, so to crave, often when we've done without it for a period of time, we have a deep, deep desire to eat it. Okay, to crave. To lust after, and this you have to be very careful how you use it, because often when we refer to the word lust, it's to do with some pleasure and sometimes it might be sexual pleasure or something to lust after 
a person, which is not a nice way to behave, okay? So, but if we just lust for something, it again, it's something that you desire very passionately, okay? So we can lust after a, a bowl of ice cream, you know, three scoops of chocolate or vanilla or passion fruit, whatever it might be, you lust for that, okay? But to lust after somebody is to have a desire to be physically and sexually close to somebody. It might not be returned, so you have to be really, really careful. So to lust after, you have to be uh, very particular how you use it, okay? So you can love someone deeply, but lust is something that is usually not returned, okay? So we'll just focus on lusting after some food or lusting after that deep red bottle of wine that you tasted several months ago and you haven't been able to find it in the shop. So you're, you're really trying to get it so you can enjoy it one long winter's evening, one Friday evening when you'd like to pop the cork on that bottle of wine. I desire. So again, to desire something a little bit stronger than like, a little bit stronger than hope to have and it's something similar to crave so to desire yeah i desire a holiday i desire a comfortable home i desire some free time yes it's really something strong and something deeper i fancy this is quite informal when we fancy we can fancy anything we can fancy the bar of chocolate we can fancy the pizza or we can say to our friend do you fancy a walk do you fancy going out tonight do you fancy going to the cinema? So we use it all the time when we're trying to see, does somebody want to do something that we want to do? I'd like to go for a walk. Do you fancy joining me? Yeah. Or you text your friends and say, we're meeting for a pizza in an hour or so. Do you fancy coming? Yeah. So another way of saying, I want. Okay. So, but it's a nice informal way and you hear it quite frequently in particularly British English. Now we can fancy the girl in the office, we can fancy the girl in the shop, we can fancy the guy in the supermarket. So that means we are attracted to them. It doesn't mean we physically or in any other way want them. We fancy them and that we are attracted because they're handsome or pretty, whatever it might be. But when we say fancy in terms of going for a walk or fancy doing something, it's you want to do something. I fancy going out tonight. I've been uh, stuck at home for the last two weeks working remotely. I fancy going for a beer because I'm really, I've, I've been flat out and I just want to get out. Okay, so to fancy doing something. Do you fancy going somewhere? Do you fancy eating something? Do you fancy going into town? All of the time, very, very informal ways to say what you want or asking somebody what they want or what they want to do. I feel like, and again, a bit informal here, oh, I feel like a pizza tonight. It's Friday. Why not? We always have a pizza. Or if we're going to have a pizza, it's always on Friday. Oh, I feel like going away for the weekend. Why don't we? We haven't done it for ages. It's getting to the end of the summer or it's early autumn. So we might get a bit of the last of the, the, the summer light and a couple of days uh, walk on the beach. Yeah, I really feel like that. Yeah, so to feel like... I want to do something, feel like going away for a few days before the depths of autumn and the early days of winter are upon us, okay? 
Uh, I, I feel like uh, going into town and maybe just having a walk or I feel like going to the park. What about the zoo? We haven't been to the zoo for ages. Yeah, do you feel like that? Yeah, so fancy doing something, feel like, very, very similar, both very, very informal. Now, some of these next few uh, expressions, a little bit longer, okay, and uh, but they're equally good and, again, a good way to describe different ways to say I want. So the first of them, I have my heart set on something or she has her heart set on it. So you might come down one morning and you're having breakfast and your wife is there, or a partner and son or daughter, a little bit quiet. And you ask, what's up? What's wrong? Or just a little bit of bad news. She didn't get the course she wanted. She had her heart set on that course, meaning she wanted to go to that university really deeply because other friends are going. Be gentle, she's a little bit upset because she had her heart set on it. So when you have your heart set on something, it's a deep desire, it's something you've planned, something you've hoped for, and you haven't really considered that it might you might fail. So your heart is set on it, and then when somebody tells you, sorry, you didn't get in, or you didn't have enough points, well, of course, then naturally, you're going to be disappointed. People haven't been able to go away for a long, long time for holidays, and a lot of people had their heart set on joining their family and friends for Christmas or other celebrations, and unfortunately, they had to cancel those arrangements or couldn't make them at all. And even though their hearts were set on meeting the family, introducing them to the new grandchild, whatever it might be, the pandemic put a stop to all of the traveling. So now, when hopefully things are getting to be a little bit better, people can once again make those plans. So perhaps you have your heart set on a Christmas with your family. Perhaps you have your heart set on that long, long holiday next year and you're beginning to do the planning already. Okay, so to have your heart set on something is to have a big and deep desire to do it. I feel in the mood, okay? So mood is one of those things where it can be a good mood, <laughs> or it can be a bad mood, Ooh. okay? So when we are in a good mood, we feel like doing something good, yeah? And when we're in a bad mood, we feel like doing absolutely nothing. So if I, I, I'm in the mood or I feel as if I'm in the mood, then we can do something that we really want to do. I feel in the mood for a game of golf. I feel in the mood for a walk in the hills. So depending on what your real mood is, happy or sad, you will feel in the mood to do something or you will feel in the mood to do absolutely nothing. Perhaps you might just want to go to bed, curl up and go to sleep. Why not? If that's what you want to do, then if that's what you feel like doing, then that's what you should do. We can have our eye on something. So I, E-Y-E, -E, yeah, we can have our eye on something. It doesn't mean we are staring at it, okay? So we have to be very careful because when we stare at people, they don't really like it. But when we have our eye on something, it means we've been watching out for that. We have an, a desire to buy it. We want to get it, yeah? So perhaps you come home and your, your partner has bought some new dishes or some new plates or some new 
picture to hang on the wall and he said oh what they're they're interesting yeah i've had my eye on them for some time i've been walking past this shop every day for the last two weeks i keep looking at them and thinking hmm, they might look nice on the table or that might look nice on the wall so eventually i went in today and yeah they gave me a 20 percent discount so why not I, I bought them because i've had my eye on them for some time meaning i've been looking at them i thought they may be good and then i've made a decision yeah, I really want them. Let's go and let's buy them. You can also have your eye on another job. You're maybe a bit annoyed or frustrated with the job you have. Perhaps you haven't got the promotion that you thought you might get, or perhaps the salary increase that your boss had promised you hasn't come through yet. Your friends are moving around different jobs. Some of them are getting paid more than you're getting. So you begin to look at the job vacancies and the adverts that are popping up on the internet so you've had your eye on a couple of jobs that might suit you so you eventually dust off your cv you change it a little bit you put it on linkedin and you hope and wait to see what happens because you want to move or you want to get more money or you just want a change so you've had your eye on a change for some time so as i said when you have your eye on something it's something you want something you want to do, something you want to change, something you want to buy, but you've been looking at it. Hmm? Now, somebody can have their eye on a person, okay? So if you're not so happy with the way one of your colleagues is working, or if you're the, the boss and you've got some subordinates reporting to you and some of them are really not performing so well, you might call one of them into the office one day and say, look, I've been, I had my eye on you for a while. I don't think you look so happy in what you're doing or you've been late quite a few mornings or you're going home early. Is there something you want to tell me? Is there something up? Yeah. So that's a way of approaching it. You have to be really, really careful. So if you have your eye on somebody, you're watching their movements, watching what they are doing because you might be a little bit uncomfortable with the way they've been hate they have been behaving or a little bit uncomfortable with the way they are working so to have your eye on someone or to have your eye on something you might want to move home you might want a new apartment so you've been fed up a little bit with the space you have maybe there's not enough space with the pandemic you're both working at home or if the kids are at home online so not a lot of space so you have your eye on a bigger apartment or you have your eye on a new home that you might want to move to so anything that you desire anything you want to change you can have your eye on it and then just follow through the words as i've said so to have your eye on something to want to do something i have something in mind well we all have something in mind from time to time and again this can be used instead of saying i want uh, what do you have in mind well i have in mind a change let's i don't know let's change the decoration in the home here i have in mind to paint the walls yellow or to paint the walls orange or peach or whatever color just a bit of a change because let's face it we spend a lot of time at home and we should probably change things from time to time so i have in mind some decoration what do you think so yeah you sit down and you talk about it and decide what the colors will be Who's going to do what? Who's going to paint this room? Who's going to paint that room? Or do you need somebody to come and help you? So you have something in mind. And from a work point of view, you can always have something in mind because you're planning things, okay? You're planning to change 
the routine, you're planning to change the approach to customers, you're planning to change the way you approach a job. So to have something in mind. I'm itching for something, okay, or itching to do something. Itch, when you have a scratch, scratch, you have to scratch your arm or scratch your head or whatever you have to scratch. So when we're itching to do something, we're very anxious, yeah? We really want to do something quickly, immediately, or we just want to change, yeah? So I'm itching for the start of the new football season, yeah? So there's the, the, during the summer months, not a lot of football on TV. So somebody who's a big, big football fan, and let's face it, lots of guys and girls are football fans, so they're itching, can't wait for the new football season to start to su support their team. For me, I always dread the beginning of the football season because my team usually is crap and they play really, really badly. But... I'm always hopeful, yeah? So when you're itching for something, like a scratch, you can't stop wanting it until until you itch it. I'm itching for a holiday. Why don't we go away? I'm itching for Christmas because I really love it and my daughter will come home and all the family will be together, the kids, the grandkids, everybody. So we're really itching for a good time. So a really, really informal way to say, I, I want something. And then finally, I'd give my right arm for something or anything. So to, to give my right arm, it literally means you'd be happy in a way for your arm to be cut off and taken away if you got something. I'd give my right arm for tickets to go to that football game. I'd give my right arm to win the lotto. I'd give my right arm to get that promotion that I've been hoping for for weeks and weeks and months and months. Okay, so again, very, very informal. So when we're looking at all of these expressions that I've used, as I say, some of them are more formal than others. Some of them are quite neutral. So I wish and I hope and I long for, they're, they're quite formal. I crave, again, a little bit formal. I lust after, I think I'd not use that so, so often, but just mentioned it because it's there, to desire, again, a little bit more formal. But I fancy or I feel like quite informal. I have my heart set on something, quite informal. I'm in the mood for, again, quite informal. I have my eye on something. I have something in mind, all more formal or more neutral than, than, than formal. Okay, so mix here of formal and informal ways for you to say, I want. Okay, so as my mother said, I want never gets. I want never gets. So what we want you to practice using are other expressions. I would like. I would hope to do. I wish I could. Okay, so that's the lesson for today. And as I said at the beginning, make sure that you uh, subscribe to the channel and you'll get all the details that you want about my courses on the webpage. We're really happy and really grateful that you continue to support us. I'll continue to support you with your learning. If you want to contact me, you can do so on www.englishlessonviaskype.com. And if you or any of your friends or colleagues or family members want to learn English on a one-to-one -one basis or indeed in small groups or for the kids, give me a call. It won't always be me who's able to do the, the lessons, but I've got a lot of teachers working with me now, all really, really good professionals, and we'd really like to help you. So thanks for joining. Thanks for listening, and see you again soon.